0: Coffee Talk includes real talk that may not vibe with some listener preferences. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, glad you could join us on Coffee
1: Talk. I'm Jesse, And I'm Kat. We're two friends that cannot be more different. Besides our love for multiple beverages and melodramatic TV shows.
0: We drink coffee, talk about coffee, catch up with you all, and have a
1: real good Coffee Talk.
0: Ready, set, action. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Coffee Talk. We are almost to episode 20. Yeah. I didn't like that very much. 19
1: was a um, good year for me. You know, 19 was a good year. I remember being 19. Like, it was a memorable I wish, year.
0: I wish y'all could see the look I just gave Jesse.
1: Yeah. Your, fa- um, your face was we- like, Rando. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm on a roll here. It's not your mm-hmm. line. It's not your
0: line. <laughs> um, we have not had feedback about the coffee talk playlist. We need your opinions. I'm in a really weird mood today.
1: So. I'm in kind of a pent up stress mood. Um, so I just, I just need. It's to gonna be it manic. All. I just need to get it. All- We're a little manic. We just need to get it all out. Let's just get it all out. <laughs> Um, well,
0: what are friends for? Did you type that for like that? Yeah, what are friends for? But you put emphasis, she put multiple O's, not R's.
1: No, 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 it's for. for. Yeah, not for. <laughs> it's what are friends for. <laughs> Okay, anyways, just DM us what you want us to do or
0: talk about or anything else, whatever your heart, whatever your heart's desire. So our Instagram handle is at CJCoffeeTalk, or you can check out our website, which has a submission form, and that's just coffeetalkpodpod.com. Um, Yeah, that'd probably be the fastest way to get to us. There's also CJCoffeeTalk at gmail.com, but
1: there's, yeah so many ways to contact us dude there's so many I mean, ways show
0: show up at our houses you know
1: no <laughs> no please please don't i will not answer the door if you are not Uber Eats or doordash i am not answering the door that's good good yeah. tips for all okay mm-hmm. jess what are you drinking for this episode um, water. Lame. It might be my first water of the day. I, I don't think I had enough water today. Um, Lame I was a bad, I was a bad noodle. Uh, but I had coffee earlier, um, while I was doing notes, because I thought we were starting two hours earlier than we were. hmm Um. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> doing notes <laughs> at a coffee shop. <laughs> and, and so I went. <laughs> <laughs> Gather it! Keep it together. <laughs> okay. So, so I'm it gets worse. I'm like, go. I I went to my <laughs> normal coffee shop, but I had to. I walked in embarrassingly, and a little too aggressively, maybe. <laughs> and a little too overconfidently and there was not enough seats um, and definitely nowhere to plug in my laptop. So I had to leave uh, and I had to find somewhere else to go. So I I tried this new coffee shop downtown and (laughs) paid like $6 for parking because I'm an idiot. And they make their own pistachio sauce for pistachio lattes. They Like all Mm. their flavors are homemade or house made or whatever. And so I had that cool. with with oat milk, and it was it was spot on. It was very mm. pistachio. And what was what was really cool was um, they put they they like zested zested it zest, with lemon <laughs> zest. It no. was cool. Yeah, it was really it was like artisanal lattes. It was cool.
0: Mm. Yeah. You want to know where I can't function in public? Just consistently? Anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> no. Post offices. I am a damn... Fool? Spaz. I don't even know. Like, I genuinely freeze up. I I'm am I'm a smart person. I got my undergrad degree at a private STEM university. In biology you know
1: like smart
0: I'm I'm a genius right like by like common standards you know and I can't figure out how the postage system works I get confused with returns all the time I don't know what boxes go for what thing I don't know how to send out a package I usually go into a post office with the things that I need in my hand and the return label like if I have a return label or whatever and then I usually just have to wait to get to the teller and say I don't know what I'm doing can you please tell me what to do because I still can't figure it out I still can't figure it out and if they're ever the type of workers that that are like kinda more on the aggressive side or they're not willing to be so helpful, oh, it's a disaster. I am making a fool out of myself (laughs) left and right. I am knocking shit over. I am like, can I use the tape? I panicked so bad one time that I bought a roll of tape and, and three labels like to send out on a thing. Because I didn't realize that you could write directly on the shipping envelope. <laughs> it's pathetic. And every single time I walk into the post office, I experience intense anxiety. Because I can't figure it out. <laughs> Did you
1: recently take a trip to the post office? Yes, today. <laughs> today. <laughs> that explains it.
0: okay but you know what the post office that's by my new house I can't go anywhere else the people the attendants that work there are so nice every time I've gone in there acting a fool they have helped me patiently and and been so calm and so nice and not looked at me like I'm an imbecile. So they're nice. I have not had good experiences.
1: <laughs> I like how it sounded so accusatory. They're nice. <laughs> um, I just really wanted to share.
0: <laughs> because thank, it's my thank deep you dark for sharing, secret. Catherine. It is literally thank my you. deep dark secret that thank I can't talk sharing. <laughs> at a post office. That's my deep dark secret. I will never let anyone go into a post office with me. Like, actually. My mom has tried. Goldie has tried.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna overheat. You Wait, what did I do? so
0: hard. Well, <laughs> oh, you got me talking about post offices.
1: Rah! <laughs> that was Well, <cute. laughs> like i midway. Get through. me really worked up, okay? Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> You just spazzed okay. so hard in the middle of a sentence. Whew. <laughs> 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 okay, we it. It was stop the vocal equivalent of slipping on a banana. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay, so did you feel like you shared enough about the post office? Yeah, but I didn't share about my coffee. Oh, yeah. What's What are you drinking? <laughs>
0: Um, I'm drinking a tall Java Chip Frappuccino from Starbucks I because knew it. I know because we're recording and it's like 7 p.m. y'all. So you know, of course, I wanted some coffee, but I didn't want like a full on, full on coffee. I wanted something kind of sweet. And plus, you know, it's Friday. It's the end of the work week, so I wanted to treat myself. So I got basically what is a milkshake with a little caffeine.
1: Yeah. No, I get it for sure. I was thin- gonna. I was gonna get a coffee to go for the episode. Glad I didn't, because, again, I was two hours early. Um, but... (laughs) Um... I spent, like, $200 in the last two days, so I I thought I should take a break. Wow! Oh, yeah. I love when that happens. That's me every week.
0: Well, besides that, how have you been?
1: So, I had an MRI. Uh... That was fine. Nothing wrong. So just paid $700 for nothing to be wrong. Uh, I tried to start a bike riding routine, but it's been raining continuously, thwarting my efforts. Yeah, we keep getting rain too. It's quite annoying. Did you hear about Germany? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Killing people. Well, and then you've got like, forest fires in the west right now because over a million acres already burned yeah they're calling it like napalm because it's like explosively hot and because of a drought so what's what is this climate change yeah anyways um we can't talk about that either i'm gonna go i know i just lost my whole train of thought i just got so hyped up um (laughs) Yeah, bike it's ride. Been ready- yeah, it's been thwarting my efforts because I basically what I started trying to do before I had the work schedule change and now I don't know what to do. But I started doing a bike ride in the morning where I would bike 20 minutes to a coffee shop and then do my French and my LSAT prep at the coffee shop and then bike ride back to like mm-hmm. kill two birds with one stone. So total <laughs> 40 minutes bike riding on the bike every other day, which, since it's been raining, it's been, like, twice last week, and then once this week. I tried to go yesterday, tried to go today. It's been raining the whole time. Uh-huh,
0: also, I, I, had,
1: I had to wait three days the first time I bike-rided, because bike-road? bike, road, bike, bike riding? riding Yes, that's all correct. Stopped, cycled. <laughs> the... <laughs> The first time I cycled because my because <laughs> <laughs> my butt was so bruised.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny. I had the same thing happen to me. Literally this week I started bike riding again. Bike riding that
1: sounds more correct.
0: Correct. No, bike,
1: ri- bike correct. riding sounds right, but bike riding is mm. an is in in. Not an infinitive. It's a... But you want
0: to hear the... Hear, you whatever. haven't heard the punchline Tell of my joke. Whatever. Tell me the joke.
1: thing. Uh, we need to... We need to get a move on. Stop distracting you, Catherine. Uh, what are you listening to?
0: You didn't even ask Have me you how you been? been. Have you been? Yep. I caught myself.
1: <laughs> um, I've actually been doing a
0: lot better since we last talked. A little less stressed. Things are evening out to a more regular schedule. Besides which the post office. Besides the damn post office. Um, anyways, we don't talk about the post office. So I... <laughs> First rule of Fight Club. First rule of Coffee Talk. We don't talk about post offices. Um, anyways, uh, I really actually have been enjoying my job. I kind of want to take time to elaborate on this, but not now, because we've been so incredibly distracted so far this episode. So I won't really do elaborating on that right now. But I do really like my job and I've actually been way more successful. Stop wiggling your eyebrows at me. I've been way I'm more suspicious. successful than, than like I think really anyone expected. I mean, my company has really high expectations and that's not a bad thing. It just can be a little intimidating, um, especially because they expect you to do so much. Um, I've been there four weeks, so a month will be next week next thursday and i really think things have been going well i kind of had my first review with my manager yesterday and i was really freaking out because i don't know i just thought i was going to get all these things told to me that i need to do differently but he actually ended up saying that i'm doing a fantastic job and he did make like one correction but it was a correction that i agreed with something that i've been trying to like do better at anyways um but Anyways, it was only that one little thing. And he was like, I think you're doing a really great job. And I think you're showing real progress. And I think, you know, you've got a real natural knack for this. So anyways, it's going well. And I'm adjusting to a eight to five life Monday through Friday. It's quite weird. Um, Mm -hmm. I kind of have panic every now and again because I sit there and I'm like, I never wanted to sit at a cubicle in an office that was one of the reasons why I wanted to be a vet is I wanted to avoid literally what's happening right now. And I never wanted an eight to five Monday through Friday type thing. Never wanted it. So anyways, um, sometimes that's the only thing that gets me down now is, is when I think about that, I, I sometimes I'm like, am I, I'm not supposed to be here. You know, like I'm not supposed to be doing this. I'm not supposed to be still in Oklahoma. I'm not supposed to be like working a job, not supposed to be out of school, taking a, gap year, second gap year, whatever, it's really weird. So it's kind of almost imposter syndrome, but like the opposite, like I should be doing something else, not that I'm underqualified for what I'm currently doing. But anyways, Mm -hmm. enough about that. Um, I am really adjusting well to having my own house, it is like the most amazing comforting thing. I love, it's beautiful, I wish I could take you guys on a literal tour of it, it's so beautiful. And it's really nice living with Goldie and the dogs and having a backyard. And he put up a swing for my birthday and that just makes me happy. There's just a lot of things about the house that's like really becoming a safe zone. It makes me happy.
1: So yeah, things are that's actually going so really well. so on topic. And then,
0: yeah, oh my God, it is. Yeah, so I'll stop talking about the house and, and wait a little bit later.
1: No transition. Just what are you listening to? Whatever. Really. Well, I started listening. I just started like two days ago. So really, really, really fast update. Started listening to this new podcast. Uh, It's not new. It's just new to me. Uh, (laughs) Called The Opportunist Mm -hmm. on Spotify. And it's really, really good. Like each season Mm -hmm. is a different person. I'm I'm on like only episode three of the first season because they're really long, but it's Really, really good. Um, Good. But besides podcasts, which is what I primarily listen to, and the news, uh, Mm. I also, basically I'm a boring white chick, Um, (laughs) but but, uh, there's this young, um, there's this young artist in LA that Badger and I follow on Instagram, and he hand draws uh, on clothes with screen printing ink or printing paint or whatever you call it. Uh, wow. And he, he sells that, and that's, like, what he's doing full-time. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it, – and he's only – I think he just turned 21. So it's wow. really impressive. Yeah. But he also is a really good singer and freestyler. Hmm. So he uploads little clips every once in a while of playing the acoustic guitar and just freestyling or having some background wow. music and freestyling or, or singing um, – yeah, so I just wanted to give him a little shout out. Uh, it's at Father Aki, and it's Father A K K I. So okay, there you go. What about you?
0: Summer playlist, so a lot of Mac Miller, Miguel, and Glass Animals. We'll just leave it at that.
1: That's good. I also so little life update too. I downloaded Bumble BFF. <clears throat> And I'm trying- i always wanted to try that. This is my second go around, so I tried it in Colorado, and then I'm trying it in Indy now that it's like okay-ish. Um, I'm trying really hard to be cool. (laughs) I don't know if it's working. I don't know- (laughs) I don't know how often to expect people to text back. I don't know what the rules are, I'm confused.
0: (laughs) Oh god not a conversation this is a Whenever. long conversation
1: okay this is what we're supposed to talk about on this podcast
0: i'm yeah, just well, trying to tell you i just can't even have this topic of conversation because i'm gonna start laughing until i cry again so
1: okay That's just uh, do you want to introduce the topic yep oh my god Stop making me laugh. Why? I don't know. Why can we not laugh? Because we don't. For those of you that can't
0: see, Jesse just slapped uh, Badger. That's it. I almost said his real name. Took me way too long to make the connection to the nickname. Um, But anyways, that was what those smacks were. That
1: is. It was my hand.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're just gonna have to subscribe
1: to find oh. out. Oh. <laughs> mmm. Mmm. Yeah, it was his naked ass. <laughs> Come get it, little, OnlyFans. Little <laughs> 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 we have a
0: show going on in the background. Okay, this is weird. Yeah. I'm gonna introduce the topic now. Anyways. Okay. Living goals with a Z. <laughs>
1: That's how the hip kids say it these circa days. circa 2003, <laughs> with my neon studded belt, goals. Okay, that's enough. In my AOL, um, that's Username. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I can picture you. Being at like a dinner table with like your three kids and being like that's enough after <laughs> <Have laughs> your fourth glass of wine. <laughs> please,
0: please, you know me better. It would be,
1: <laughs> it would Beautiful be gin,
0: not wine. Oh, right. Oh, well, Sorry. or beer.
1: Yeah. Either or. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't have gin in front of the children. Just a or beer. Would I? Oh, I don't know. Or would I? No, I don't. Or
0: would I? I don't know.
1: Um, okay, living
0: goals. Um, we're discussing. <laughs> Sorry, that sounded like a book report. We're discussing where we want to live, the options, the pros and cons, etc. etc., oh,
1: etc., et I don't like that. I don't like really, that one bit. I love saying etc., I say etc. 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 Stats, please. Please, for the love of good Okay, God, stats. I actually found some really good stats, but I didn't want to overdo it, so I really, really, really trimmed it down. You're itching your armpit right now. What is happening? No, actually, I was itching my back scapula. Thank you. <laughs> it's going well, through
0: my shirt.
1: Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so I uh most of my stats are based off of millennials because obviously that's the well, fun fact, millennials have been the largest generation in workforce since 2016. So obviously they're the biggest population age group that's migrating. And okay. also since they're between the ages of like 25 and 40 or whatever, mm-hmm. they have the more means to migrate more so than like older people or very young people. So, okay. so that's, that's where I pulled most of my stats. Um, most <clears throat> immigrated city in 2021, that's where I'm starting. Generally, people are moving west and south uh, with a priority on states with no income tax. Mm. Another topic for another day. hmm gonna move on jesse move on Mm -hmm. specifically the (laughs) most people are moving to first texas then colorado washington and then arizona um new new york city actually lost the most people Hmm. uh a net of almost forty thousand from um from of millennials in 2019 Hmm. uh so the second largest outflow came from chicago which I thought was also interesting, but they also had a, m- a lot of migration inward as well. Um, Chicago did, not huh. not, um, not New York. Yeah, uh, Which I was wondering, and I don't know if I'm off on this, but I've heard that there's been a lot of white flight from Chicago. I don't know. Like white people moving out yeah. because it's becoming too multicultural.
0: I have no idea. Didn't seem that way when I um,
1: granted I was there during a the holiday weekend, but
0: it didn't seem odd or different.
1: I don't know. I don't know. That's just like I remember some talking about some phenomenon like that during the Lori Lightfoot because I did a project on the Chicago mayoral race. Anyways, I'm I'm getting all into the politics. Uh, the okay. So with all that information so these are the states people I'm moving to this is the the city that people move the most out of um but the winner of who who got to have the most people move into it was denver huh. so i don't actually have 2021 stats nobody has 2021 stats because obviously the census took forever to collect and we're not going to have those stats for a while uh probably not till at least 2022 um, yeah, so f- from the stats of 2019, Denver had, uh, 10,974 millennials move there from a different state in 2019. So, yeah, there you go. Um, which makes a lot of sense. Um, and I, I think it would also be interesting to know what Gen X did Uh, With this, I wish they would pull stats for that, even though it's not a huge generation, Um, because when I lived in Denver, uh, there was a lot of people coming in from California, like a whole lot. And Mm -hmm. also people coming in from like bordering states as well,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, because it was cheaper than living in like the big California cities, but also Mm -hmm. just as beautiful. And a lot of them were, like, in their 40s, which is why I say Gen X. So, I just thought it was interesting. Um, That is interesting. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Safest city in the U.S. Um, By U.S. News, um, they're telling us that it is Columbia, Maryland. It's because it's a rich city. It has a median household income over $105,000, according to the Census Bureau. Wallet Hub, which partnered with U.S. News, I guess, in this, ranked Columbia... Uh, number seven in financial safety and number four for home and community safety. So sounds pretty boring to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, yeah. Also top five. Honestly, I don't trust any place that's called Columbia. I really don't.
0: PTSD.
1: I do. I do. That's where I went to school. Um, not Maryland, Missouri. There's a lot of Of cities called Columbia and other states it's weird and I'm suspicious about it and I'm not going to any of those places
0: okay
1: um top five places to live in the US by US news we've got Boulder Colorado obviously it's beautiful it's local because of the chain-smoker scene
0: yeah What? the chain-smoker song closer the iconic line, the most popular song of 2016. I know the song Closer, but I don't know. Line goes, Baby, pull me closer in the back seat of your rover that you're. Wait. That you know you can't afford by the tattoo on your shoulder. Stole the sheets right off the corner of the mattress, or something off the
1: anyways are we gonna get copyright infringement for this
0: (laughs) roommate back in boulder we ain't ever getting older
1: oh I know that that's a horrible song that is such a bad song do not dare
0: do not dare insult the song that was the epitome of my freshman year of college because nothing nothing quite feels the way it did to be little baby freshman cat in a frat house listening to that song we had a very
1: different freshman year of college.
0: Oh, yes. I'm aware.
1: I think we had an entirely different college experience. College experience
0: altogether. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, um, so we've got Boulder, Colorado. Uh, if you've never been there, it's very nice. Very close to the mountains. Honestly, I think the mounds themselves are more significant and interesting than Boulder, Colorado, but whatever. Uh, Ra- I don't know if it's Raleigh. Is it Raleigh. I think it's Raleigh. Okay, Raleigh and Durham, North Carolina. They must be so small that they had to be grouped together. I don't so know. So many
0: people that I've talked to are moving to North Carolina.
1: So that I know, is I know. Insane. It's a huge place for people starting out right now. Mm-hmm. That and um, Georgia.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Your show.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and then um, so those those are grouped together as second place. I are they just so small? Like, why are they grouped together? Maybe it's because they're both in one state, or they're right next Whatever. to each other or something. I'm or... suspicious. I think it's stupid. Anyways, Huntsville, Alabama is third. Don't go to Alabama. Hmm. Fayetteville, Arkansas. Why? Wow. I've heard good
0: things about Fayetteville. A lot of people that went to my university were from there. So I've always heard good things. I've never been.
1: See, that makes me more suspicious. <laughs> say, you saying that. And then uh, Austin, Texas is fifth.
0: I get that. that I have a strong sense. love for Austin. I love Austin. I well, heavily associate with Austin.
1: <laughs> well it's supposed to be well it's a huge tech s- central area for like the tech industry 6th street also- is fun as hell well and then it's supposed to be like super hip now because oh, of yeah. all the like young tech people moving there so
0: and it's a college town
1: oh it is I don't
0: actually know isn't what it is. isn't every college- town in-,
1: in Texas a college <laughs> town
0: in a big way but it draws a huge crowd of young people and 6th street is this like strip of bars well there's kind of two six streets and one of mm-hmm. them at the end of like the bigger one is more affluent and like really nice high end bars kind of scenes, you know? And mm-hmm. then the Sixth Street, the actual one, is just this incredibly long strip of bars and they shut down the road part. So there aren't any cars going in. So people like walk so it's like in the road. Part. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like that, but better. And every single establishment is either a food place that's opened really late or it's a bar or it's a club or it's like some themed drinking establishment. And it's really fun because all the whole street is lined with um, globe string lights, like just going across on top of the street. And most of the bars that you go into are two stories. And the second story is usually like a rooftop type thing or it has a big balcony that juts out onto the street. I've been to Sixth Street several times, and it's honestly by far my favorite place to go go out because there's something for everyone. You know, there's like the high end stuff, and then there's the more like country bars, literally, and then there's just the New Orleans theme bars, and it's just everything in between. So it's really really fun. And then when all the bars close, you can get pizza from all the restaurants because they're still open. Um, See, I love it there. I,
1: what I would like. To see as like a cultural shift, can we change like bar strips to like food strips, like or bar and food strips, or just like a porque re- no los dos, or just a restaurant that serves drinks, like yeah. or or standing restaurant. You know? Yeah. Like, Anyways. at least have hors d'oeuvres at your bar. For God's sake. We gotta move on.
0: We just gotta move You've on. You really
1: got me on a topic. Anyways. Um, Most
0: immigrated country in 2021.
1: Quick. Yes. Uh, relative to the size of the resident population, <laughs> Malta recorded the highest rates of immigration in 2019. I don't even know what Malta is. I... Was talking on the phone with my brother, <laughs> yeah. Nope. Uh, when when I was doing these notes, and I said the exact same thing <laughs> to him. I first I was complaining about how I couldn't find the stats on that, and then and then I was like, oh, I found it. It's Malta. Then I was like, I don't even know where the hell Malta is. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I think I know where it is. I think it's like naturally. By the- I think it's by, like, the Polynesian, like, Polynesian countries. And I'm like... Where are those? And I'm like, that's literally what I said, too. I said, I don't know where that is. I know where Indonesia is. And he's like, it's kind of, like, there, like, below India and Asia, but... This part, is what like, I think China that I don't understand. I don't have
0: a good grasp of a globe. No, no,
1: no, no. But it gets better. It just keeps going. and But, like, uh, closer to Australia. And I'm like, oh... But that's like a whole quarter of the world to me. And then he looked it up and he's like, oh, well, I was way off. It's, uh, you know, the, the shoe of Italy? Or he was like, you know, uh, yeah. You know, the shoe, the kicking shoe of Italy. Cause it's shaped like a shoe, Mm -hmm. like a boot. Uh, It's like little islands at the tip of the boot. It's it's. I would want to
0: live there too. Yeah, which is which
1: is hilarious because like he was way off. off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was so good, man! It was a moment. Bear is hilarious. Um, Are we done with stats yet? No, no, no. And then the second is Luxembourg, which I thought was interesting because it's expensive. Which I guess Malta is too, but I just just thought it was interesting, which, okay, so Malta had 56 immigrants per 1,000 persons, which is a huge amount, even for a small country that only has so many thousand people. Like, that's a huge amount per population. And then Luxembourg was really close with 43 immigrants per 1,000. So I just thought it was really interesting. Also, safest country to live, Switzerland. We all knew this. We all know Yeah. Okay, I'm done. I thought that was interesting. It was very interesting. We spent more time on your post office story.
0: Okay, that's just not true. I could never talk about a post office that long. I could talk about this straw. Rewind. I could talk about this straw for that long.
1: (laughs) I think she's lost it. Y'all, I
0: got a tall, which is a small, at Starbucks, and they gave me a straw for a venti, which is a large. And... This straw... is so big.
1: Compared... to the cup. Okay? I, I bet they just ran out of the smaller straw. Oh, I'm straw. Sure it was
0: a completely logical reason. It does not change the fact that it's really pissing me off. I don't know why. It's so stupid looking, okay? This thing is like a second cup.
1: She I can't pissed. explain it.
0: I can't explain it. Anyways. Okay. Um, ask me a question.
1: So Kat, where do you want to live after grad school? A city, baby. No, but actually, I
0: really want to live in a city um, either. I used to think like New York City, you know, top priority. And then if I had to settle, it would be like Chicago because I didn't want anything smaller than that. And I didn't want to do anything on the West Coast or, you know, too far south. And so pretty much my only options are like Chicago and New York City. And I wanted it to be that large scale, you know, like a hub in America that everyone goes to because it's just that iconic. And I really was leaning towards New York City, but the more that I've, like, gotten through things and realized just how expensive flights are and how hard it is even living this, you know, four hours away from my mom right now. I mean, obviously, Chicago is already going to be a further one, but a flight to New York versus a flight to Chicago is not only exponentially longer, but exponentially more expensive. And there's no way I could even think to drive between... Kansas and New York City, but I could drive between Chicago and Kansas also you can take a train and it's pretty cheap and it's faster Um, Just about as fast not like just about as fast as a plane But like it's still pretty quick and train is nice. I like train travel anyways so I've been leaning more towards Chicago just for the logistics of where it is located in the globe and Um, I really started, like, dreaming about this since I was young, and then the older I've gotten, the more realistic and more serious I've gotten about it. Like, you can talk to Jesse. When we went to New York City, I was, like, scoping it out, you know? Trying to decide if I could live there. And it was really funny, because when we left, Jesse was like, no, I don't really want to go back, you know? I don't really, I definitely don't want to live here, and I don't even really want to visit it again. And I was like, I love this place, I want to move here. (laughs) So... Anyways, and I just feel like our personalities, you would peg Jessie so much more for someone that would be like a New York City lover, dweller, liver, and like I was the one that was in love with it. And she is the second person that I've gone to New York City with who left and then was like, I didn't really like it here that much. I would never want to live here. And then I'm the one that's like, yeah, let's go so the other person in that was goldie and he has always been so adamantly against living in new york not like against a city just new york because he thinks it's gross and he hates how small and cramped everything is and blah 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 blah, and expensive so he's never been into new york city i was really worried that was gonna have to be a fight we were gonna have because i'm not compromising on this living in a city thing i I'm only young once, I'm only going to want to live in a tight cramped area once in my life. Like I am not going to be able to do this once I have children or after and like I don't know, I I don't even necessarily want to settle down in one of these areas long term. So that's it. I want a city for two to three years after graduation and then when I'm done I'll be ready to move back to more of a suburb and settle down and have a family. And anyways, when I went to Chicago the past weekend for Fourth of July, both Goldie and I were really scoping it out, and I fell in love with it a lot more than I realized I was going to. It is like a better New York City. It is so clean, so clean for a city, city. Like even in the not so great parts, so clean. The metro system, so clean and so nice and goes everywhere just like new york city subway but better cuz above ground and cleaner and less crowded um and it's just got so much and it's just as beautiful it's just as sprawling it has a beautiful park in the middle not quite the same as central park but amazing i i just loved it i love the vibe i love the people i loved i loved everything about it i loved that it was by a lake too because then you could go to the beach, they had like a little sandy beach area, and they had, you know, boats on the open water that you could rent or whatever. It was fantastic. So anywho, and the water in the lake is really nice. You know, the water that surrounds New York City is disgusting. And it's literally been known that like, if you get in that water, you might die, because it's so polluted and like they're just dead bodies and whatever the heck floating in, in the Hudson River, whatever it's called. But in Chicago, it's Lake Michigan and it's clean and it's bright blue and it's beautiful and you can go swimming in it and fishing in it and it's clean water that you can drink. Anywho, you've just been nodding along this whole time. I don't know if I'm boring you or what, but...
1: No, I'm just like, I'm just like, yeah, that's why people like, like... It's really
0: nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it's oddly affordable, okay? Like, we started looking at apartments just to say, oh, you know, in this area, what kind of apartment does this range for? And I was appalled. There are apartments in the middle of downtown Chicago, like, nice area of Chicago. We were looking at these one places that were right next to Trump Tower because it's, like, really great area next to Trump Tower and, like, very big real estate. And... We found this and it's very safe. And so we went and we found this building and we were looking online and for a two, no one bedroom apartment, and it's not huge, but it's a separate one bedroom, like has a decent sized kitchen, a balcony, all this kind of stuff. It was like 1700 a month. Do you know how cheap that is? I would pay that here in freaking Oklahoma for just about the same thing versus being in the middle of downtown Chicago. So anyways, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm sold. And the great thing is, is that Goldie is sold. So I'm probably going to- No shoot argument.
1: <laughs> I'm,
0: yeah, literally. That's great. I don't have to have an argument. Um, I think, I think it's set. Like I, and there's so many green spaces too for the dogs, which is more than like New York City. So anyways, I'm pretty,
1: I'm pretty sold.
0: I am- I'm dreaming about it. like I was depressed leaving.
1: I... Yeah, yeah, and she and she went there, not realizing that I was three <laughs> hours away. I literally
0: had no clue. I don't know why in my brain I didn't piece that together because I have the us map memorized. Did I piece together that Chicago was three hours away from where Jesse lives? No. Did she text me and go, you're in Chicago? Why are we not meeting up? Yes. Was I embarrassed? Yes.
1: <laughs> Any, Yeah. Was I annoyed? Yes. Yeah, and it's because it was too late to plan you anything. You didn't even tell me, like, where you were going before you were there. You were just yeah. like, yeah, I'm in Chicago. And I'm like, oh. Uh, are you are you really now yeah that's great didn't want to no, bitch didn't want me to come by or anything didn't want to you know it's fine i've only
0: seen jesse once every like six months to a year and i saw her like a month ago for graduation so
1: you know i'm yeah. good mm-hmm.
0: i'm just kidding mm-hmm.
1: where do you want to live after grad school dude i can't think that like that <laughs> I cannot think like that. Um, I need to get into grad school aka law school specifically. First, like when I once I get into a law school, that's where I'm going. <laughs> and then I guess I'll probably work wherever I graduate from law school or wherever job is better. That takes me, I, I don't care. I, I don't get to make those kinds of decisions. <laughs> um, but ideally, I'm looking at uh, schools in D.C., obviously, and our Mission.
0: D.C. is also beautiful. Like, I've been there. It's it's beautiful. It's a great place to live.
1: I was an angry teenager when I went with my family and my family was ridiculous. So I don't remember really any good part of it. Um, I'm sure it's much better away is from like that. the
0: cleanest ever. It's underground and it's like the cleanest subway you will ever be on in your life, which is just crazy. So DC is great too.
1: Yeah. I mean, if I was going to school in DC, I likely wouldn't live in DC. I would live outside of DC and like Arlington. I think Virginia or, you know, like the boarding cities, but suburbs. But I would li- essentially live and work in D.C. Um, and then Ann Arbor, Michigan or Chicago. So mm. that's like the three places where the top law schools I want to go to are. Um, but I mean, I don't like afterwards, after law school, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to work or live in the U.S. So if there's a Time better job moves. elsewhere I'll leave and go somewhere else but I don't <laughs> really care where else is as long as it has you know modern medicine and accessible grocery yeah. stores
0: yeah. we might end up in the same place which
1: never would have thought that to happen if Chicago happens it could happen it could happen um, what's the next question What is the biggest deciding factor for you on where you would decide to live? Jobs. Yeah. I mean, that's what I said. (laughs) Last school and jobs. And then um, also just like the potential for upward growth. Like I'm not going to take like a great job that doesn't do anything for me. Like great as in like great paying safe position that doesn't do anything for my long-term goals like i'm long-term thinker to a fault so i'm definitely not going to take a yeah. short route when it comes to jobs awesome. um i'm gonna think like long-term growth on on everything like is it the long-term location where i need to be at like is it going to be difficult to transition if i decide to you know go upward somewhere else or basically yeah, is it a long-term thinker what yeah it's me Mm -hmm. oh but also also i just have to mention because it is a huge factor i can't live in places that are too remote because i need to be able to get a thousand referrals to doctors that are expensive (laughs) because <laughs> uh, that's just been a part of my life as an adult. And then I also need grocery stores that have vegan food. Yes. Which sounds like an easy thing. It it's is, not, is not people. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm done. What's your deciding factors? The vibe. It just has to but, have good vibes. It just, it just, it's just has to vibe. It's GBO, the vibe, baby. Good vibes only. Yeah. Um. I
0: know. <laughs> anyway, I hated that. Um, and yeah, I I know. Um. And affordability. Okay. Like in all actuality, the vibe is literally the biggest concern for me because if I'm only going to be living in a city for two to three years, I need to feel like. It's electric in the air when I'm walking outside my door. That's the whole point. And so anyways, the vibe for sure on a serious note. Also affordability, a little less concerned about that because by that time I will be having hella combined income. Aha. Um, After the city, I would look for a really good combination between like still having a nightlife and like a downtown area and things to do. um, And uh, definitely... Not like a wildlife area. I mean parks, um,
1: greenery. I'm, I'm saying the wrong things. Like um, agriculture, not agriculture. Like wildlife. Well,
0: that's what I was saying. That sounded wrong to say that. I mean, I still want the the landscape. You know, the places to go camping, land, I don't know. outdoor Anyways. activities. That. I want a good combination between that and then like a nearby city, because I still want a nightlife and bars and a city. I lo- I just love cities. And then I would also want that combination with a suburb because I want to raise my family in a suburb. I have no shame in saying that. Um want a big piece of property with a big house, white picket fence. Okay, maybe not white picket fence, because I that's not my style, but that's the vibe.
1: And a nice <laughs> rustic <laughs> privacy fence. Alert. <laughs> yeah, or all-natural
0: hedges that serve With as With a privacy
1: natural bills. stain. Yeah. Yeah,
0: more and more like that.
1: But that's why I
0: love Kansas City, and I've always thought about moving back there long-term, because I feel like where I grew up, I was 20 minutes in any direction from a shit-ton of things. Like, 20 minutes north, and I could get to downtown-downtown. 20 minutes to the East, I could, okay, not even 20 minutes. I could get to, you know, more of a college bar type scene because there was a smaller college over there and also kind of an artsy district. And then if I drove even further there, you've got stadiums. And then if you drive further South, you've got all the shopping you could want, you know, and it's very wealthy area, fluent area. So all of that that comes with it, the museums and the fancy, um, things to do and recreational type activities. And then, you know, then there was houses and it was just a great place to grow up. Great public school system, great private school system, everything. Um, I, I always felt very safe there. I really, really loved the area. And I just felt that it had everything within a certain radius so you could get whatever vibe you were going for any day of the week and it wasn't too far. But if I could find something like that, I would be open to living elsewhere. I really do like living in the Midwest Um, but I would be open. It's just something where I want a combination of things because I'm never, I don't think I'm ever going to be the type of person that can go live out kind of in the middle of nowhere on one of those newly developed cookie cutter properties where every single house around you looks essentially the exact same, but different colors. And then there's a neighborhood pool and it's a gated community. And then there's four other ones of those gated communities all around you. And you have to drive 20 minutes down a road to actually get to a gas station because you're out in newly developed property. I'm never going to want that. You know, I'm never going to want to be far away from what's happening or activities. It's going to make me go stir crazy. So I guess that's kind of the factors post like when it's time to settle down or whatnot, have a family. Yeah.
1: I mean, honestly, like you don't even have to have like a settled lifestyle in Kansas city. Like, i mean obviously people who don't live in kansas city don't get it but like it is a very comfortable uh eclectic place like it's It's very a little bit of
0: everything
1: it is very easy to find what you like in kansas city and i say that as a very not easy to please person critical
0: person literally no yeah we jesse and i had fun in kansas city we would sometimes go to the art district on first friday and that would be great or other times we would go to college bars and that would be great or i don't know we just we just did a lot and there's a little bit of something for everyone so i also at that point in life would be willing to pay higher taxes to live in a prettier neighborhood i would be fine with paying higher taxes in general once i get to like that type of level of comfortability because i like taxes for wealthy people. me too oh
1: my gosh we have to talk about this i've been waiting to talk about taxes I we cannot talk about it now because we're an hour and
0: 10 minutes into this episode. Oh
1: my gosh, I just want to say I strongly disagree with the concept of moving specifically to a place because it does not have a income tax. Like that we is We just have wrong. an episode
0: about taxes. We'll just do that.
1: Living in a red state sidewalks people that's what taxes pay for when you don't have taxes you don't have sidewalks
0: what's it what's that called like sidewalks and the trees and the things that the city pays for that makes something prettier you know even down to flowers and flags and shit what's that called
1: well there's urban landscaping well yeah but it's like there's a word for it. Infrastructure, and it's not
0: zoning, infrastructure. That infrastructure and beautification, like city beautification. Yeah, I like want all that those shit. things that make your.
1: Me too. Yes, like I, I grew up spoiled. I grew up in a nice, like, Overland Park area. <laughs> One of the high richest taxes. high taxes in the world. Yeah, I lived in rich people Whiteville. That paid taxes. Like we had the nice sidewalks. We had the the curated trees that were evenly separated on the median. That had grown. Yours was
0: almost borderline too cookie cutter for me. Oh, it was too cookie
1: it was too cookie cutter for me. But like but also like your neighborhood also paid taxes and had those nice things as well. So like we we cumulatively lived in nice tax paying areas that had good city infrastructure even the not
0: so great areas like the apartments or whatever were still quite nice for the price they were at
1: like Uh, you do not know how trashy your front yard looks until you don't have a sidewalk like hmm. I did not know how trashy it looks to not have a neighborhood sidewalk until you go through a nice neighborhood with old, pretty houses like where you grew up, and they don't have sidewalks, and it's like, hmm. like I'm looking at them like, huh? You should fix that. <laughs> All I'm saying. Anyways, I thought we thought on and I taxes. are elitist. I am. No, I've always not. said I was an elitist. I know I'm an elitist. I like nice that is things. So funny. But also, I'm willing to pay for you to have nice things.
0: Right. Like, that's my mindset. It's like even though, like, I'm not exactly rolling in the dough, I'm still like, yeah, taxes, good. I don't understand why I'm paying this much in taxes because of my income level when you could just give the taxes to the more wealthy. Anyways, we're not going to talk about it right now.
1: But I also don't think it's elitist to, like, want to make your community look nice and to think that people who don't invest in their community are not nice. Like, I think that's not nice. If you don't want to pay to invest in your community, that's not a nice thing to do. So I don't think the that's elitist. system. Yeah. Yeah, I think all of these things are... I don't have kids. Do I still all want my taxes to go to public school? Yes. 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 I don't want dumb people around me. No. No. <laughs> no. Okay, we That's need to move on. That's the elitist in me. <laughs> what? What are your top five places to live? I guess France. Oh
0: god, here we go.
1: I mean, I don't know enough about the region to be picky. I've actually never well, been snotty. there. It could be like it could be like New York City, where I say that I wanna go there because everybody's told me I should wanna go there and I've seen similar right. things and I liked it. But then I get there and I'm like, this place is disgusting. No. I never wanna be here again. So who knows? I mean, I'm taking a trip with my sister Panda and we're gonna go to France and Belgium um, in next May. If you go to so... Belgium,
0: you should send me pictures so I can show Goldie because he used to live there, remember? Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You should tell me where he used to live and I'll try to like, if I'm in the- Brussels. Uh I mean like but right, like a right neighborhood. There. Oh, okay. Then yes. I could like I try to take a picture of like his old house or something funny. Oh you know? yeah. The one that you drew for his parents' Christmas present. Oh, was that? Hit the in the one in Belgium? That was yeah. a cute house. I did a pretty good job on that one. It was very Anyways, cute. You did a great um, job. They loved it. They hung it in their kitchen, so. They did? Aw. Mm-hmm. Can well, you take a picture next too. time you're
0: there? Yeah, I got it framed and then I gave it to them for Christmas and they loved it and I hung it up immediately, so.
1: I, like, in the making it for you so that you could give it to them, I forgot that you were giving it to someone and that someone else may have an opinion on it. And now that I know that <laughs> that someone I don't know liked my thing, I want, yeah. I want to see them like it. <laughs> um, but anyway, okay. so, like, it could turn out that when we go to France that I'm just going to be like poo poo yeah. on the whole thing i don't know but poo-poo. um poo poo yeah uh but anyways like i'd like to work in the u.n so uh france has a you know a center there italy you know big eu countries with high yeah you know uh economies they they have centers there so i'd like to work at one of the u.n locations there or like at an embassy or like a foreign relations job in the french government like I think that would be really cool um oh yeah obviously i'm i'm not educated enough on the location or my own interests yet because i haven't even gone to law school so (laughs) i'm not picky and i don't have a real opinion on that yet but it all sounds pretty dope to me um the second i guess would be italy along the same lines i actually have been to italy I don't like Rome. I don't want to live in Rome. I'd be fine living outside of Rome and then commuting to work, to work at the UN location in Rome, um, or at like some international nonprofit or some, or even a local nonprofit. Like I don't care. Um, I don't know Italian though, so that would be a rough transition. Um, anyways, and then there's also oh, so this is technically my dream 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 location to live but it's not really about the location it's about the job there's kind of a a pattern here i don't know if you're sensing (laughs) but yeah so i i want to i want to work in sudan so bad that's been my focus in my peace studies all through undergrad i took different classes 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 and (laughs) And, uh, we we would get to pick different projects uh, and a lot of times I would pick something to do with Sudan so that I could learn further about the thing that I was interested in Uh, so I learned a lot about Sudan because I did like three or four different projects about Sudan and different courses about different things so um, obviously it wouldn't be for the comfort or the safety uh, (laughs) because it's an area of conflict uh both civil and technically international because south sudan is technically its own country Mm. now so either way it's not a happy place to live it wouldn't be for the comfort it would be for the work um but then also like Outside of inner, so those are the international choices. Outside of the international choices, DC, DC's got great hubs for international work, foreign relations, like, yeah, nonprofits, all the things. New York, same thing. It's uh, one of the locations for the Security Council for the UN, is there. So that would be really great. Don't want to live in the Big Apple, hate New York City, trash, no trees. There we go. Everything is fake. I hate it. But my aunt lives in Ithaca. Stinky. My aunt lives in Ithaca, though, uh, New York. And the suburbs look really nice there. So I'm I'm open to the state. I'm just not open to that city. And then we've got Boston. So Boston, I've actually been to. I went there when I was 13, fell in love with it. There's, like, new skyscrapers next to Thomas Rivera's house. Like, it's just random hodgepodge history <laughs> with modernization. Coffee shops and ice cream shops on every corner. It's just, it was just so cool. And it's by the ocean, which I, that's, like, my thing. Um, I really want
0: to check out Boston. I think I'd really love it, too.
1: Yeah, we should go sometime. Oh, Just casually. You don't have to um, convince me. <laughs> twist yeah. my arm. Damn. And then I guess lastly would be Switzerland, just because I think their their international relations are obviously interesting, mm-hmm. and studying the comparative politics there would be really interesting. Uh, but I Still again, I, I don't politics. know, I don't know anything about. I mean, I don't know anything about living in Switzerland though. So yeah. and obviously I don't know the language, so, but whatever.
0: It'd be a little difficult. So
1: basically, it's all speculation. I know nothing. <laughs> I'll live on the moon if it has an interesting job. Mm. Okay. What about you?
0: I mean, I think I've made it pretty clear that I'm set on living in Chicago after graduation. I don't honestly really care where I go for vet school. That is really up in the air. It's 100% going to be, I'm going to apply to a lot more places this year than I have before, a lot more. Diverse areas, you know that I wouldn't normally have considered going before and we're just gonna see what accepts me We're just gonna see where it goes. I am gonna apply to a caribbean school solely because They kind of have more seats and they cycle through people quicker in the sense that they also have summer I think summer but may or january start date So it's not all just like august only So they have a lot more students going through the program at a time than other schools So it's easier to get into and it's going to be a safety school, even though I don't believe it or not, I actually don't want to live in the Caribbean for three years. Um, And it also is double the the cost of um, a school in America. So I would be double the amount of student debt, just so not, not ideal, but it's a backup because I'm not waiting another year. Anyways, I'll be applying kind of everywhere, so we'll just see what happens, where I get scholarships. I'm really open to anything because I feel like I have to be, um, we'll see though. And anyways, um, I am set on living in Chicago afterwards for two to three years, Goldie's into it, more space, like I said, for the dogs than New York City, and I'm just not settling for a smaller city than New York City or Chicago, it's just, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I after that I don't know like I said I'd entertain Kansas City or a suburb around Kansas City kind of like where I grew up sometimes I wonder if that would be too repetitive for me like if I would settle into that and then grow out of it after a few years because I already know the area so well that it wouldn't be anything new or exciting um I would entertain somewhere else in the Midwest I've thought about Colorado a little bit but I just, you know, I've been in Colorado only once, so I can't say much, but everyone else tells me that they really like it, except you didn't seem to like it very much, which is interesting. Um, and then, I don't know, I just didn't get, like, the vibe when I went there. And maybe it was because I didn't really go out. We went to a cabin and stayed in the cabin and then went skiing down the road from the cabin. So I don't know if that's because I didn't really explore the city area or more areas, um... It was just kind of there. It was nice. I would go there for a vacation. Anywho, um, I really do love Oklahoma and I really actually do love Tulsa. Like I love it a lot. I've fallen in love with it more now that I have been here, not as a student actually, because I've had to get out into the area more instead of staying on campus. And I really love it. It is actually an excellent place for young people or people starting families or whatever. And that's why a lot of people are coming to Tulsa. It's kind of insane, the retention rate for people that graduate from my university that weren't from Tulsa to begin with that either stay in Tulsa or the people that are just migrating to the area right now. I'm surprised Tulsa wasn't on that list, honestly. It's very up and coming. So... I really love Tulsa. I just really don't think I could be here long-term, long-term. This year's great, but I don't know if I could do it past then because I, and also I would not want to live anywhere else in Oklahoma besides Tulsa. Tulsa's like the one tiny little blue spot in the sea of red. I could not do Oklahoma City. I couldn't do anything else. So it'd be Tulsa if I stayed in Oklahoma. Um, I used to want to live in Dallas really bad because I love Dallas. I love the city. I love the vibe. I got the vibe when I was in Dallas. That's why I have my 21st birthday there. But the more I go to it, the more I hear about what it's actually like living in Dallas or the surrounding suburbs between the traffic and the expense and just everything else, the more I'm kind of like, eh. And plus, just the idea of living in Texas is a little meh. And just think of
1: your hair.
0: I know, right? I I was literally gonna say also the heat and the humidity. No, thank you. Um, I don't know if I could do that long-term. I really do want to move somewhere and stay there. I don't want to uproot my family very much. I mean, of course, if it'd be a big thing, maybe, you know, Goldie has always talked about wanting to raise his children the way he was raised, where he spent most of his childhood and formative years in America. But then when he hit high school, he moved and was in, or I guess I should say middle school and high school, was overseas. And he really loved that. And the more I get older, the more I'm like, I don't know, maybe. Like, why not? That might be kind of cool for my kids to go through, for me to go through. So I've thought about that too, but I really do want to move somewhere and stay there, and um, we'll, we'll just see how it, how it plays out. I'm open. I don't know if I've really found the place yet. And the cool thing too is my mom has always said that once I do get settled somewhere, you know, she'll move to me. So for, you know, vet school and right after I'm a little bit more like wanting to be somewhat near her because I don't want her to move if I'm going to move again in like two years. But if I do find some place where I really want to permanently settle down and it's nowhere near Kansas, like she would move to meet me. So that's less of a concern. Oh, also I've heard Idaho is the place to be. Uh, And so I've thought about being in the Northwest that has kind of like the mountains and city all four seasons. I've thought about Connecticut or something on the East Coast. I'm basically very down for a small town like Stars Hollow, Gilmore Girls. Yep. I'd be down for that. I'd be very down for that.
1: I think you'd be so bored. Like, you'd have to be within an hour of, like, a big city. No, but, see, that's what I'm
0: saying, because if—I know Stars Hollow is made up, but that's the dream. It's a tiny little town with just a couple restaurants, a couple things— but beautiful homes, everyone knows each other, and then you drive 20 minutes north and you're in the heart of Connecticut, which is like a whole bunch of other stuff to Uh, do. Yeah, Like that is the dream where you live in a tiny little community, but you go 20 minutes, it's not very far, and then you're like in this huge city type area with a lot more to do.
1: I think that's partly the appeal of Chicago is it's kind of the same thing. Like most people don't live in Chicago, they live in like the suburbs. Mm-hmm. And I guess technically yeah. that's what a lot of people in Kansas city do too, is they live in the suburbs, like, Oh yeah. Northeast, south, or west, you know? Yeah. Pick a state. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. Um, but actually, what I, mean, the... I Go ahead. I was just going to ask the next,
0: next question. So go ahead.
1: Oh, no, I, I just wanted to respond. I didn't, I wouldn't say I dislike Denver. I just didn't feel like it was where I was supposed to be. You didn't feel the vibe. Yeah, it's I vibe, didn't man. feel the vibe. It's I the vibe. Well, there was a lot of classism, mm-hmm. just overt classism that I just felt palpably everywhere I went, and weird. And I don't know if it was because of all the wealthy people moving in from more expensive areas to Colorado because they could buy better real estate, and that's just, Mm. like, who I was seeing. I don't, I don't know. It just, it just didn't feel genuine, like a lot of the people I met. I don't know. It just didn't feel great. Um, But obviously it was beautiful, the food was good, and there were some really great uh, little little pockets that badger and i found that were really had cool people there um also didn't help that the pandemic happened kind of ruined ruined it for me yeah (laughs) um i could take a couple years before going back to denver it's yeah just kind (laughs) of ruined it for me um yeah yeah but i guess uh next question (laughs) yeah where where were the top five places
0: that you would never never in a million bajillion years live. Texas.
1: (laughs) I, no, 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 no. I do not like Texas. I don't like Texas pride. I don't like any pride. Any place where people are like, I'm from this place, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) Good for you <laughs> <laughs> like I don't give a shit um, it's like when people uh, like something funny I saw on Bumble BFF was people would put their what college they went to they'd be like yeah I went to this college and it's like Alabama pride yeah I'm like I don't I don't know where the hell that is roll tide roll baby it's like I'm from Malta. I'm like I don't know where that is.
0: <laughs> Are you in Indonesia?
1: <laughs> Close, Italy. <laughs> um, Close. Yeah, but I I mean like the Texas was the first thing that came to mind, but then I thought Mississippi, and it just got worse from there. <laughs> and Mississippi. Yeah, I know. And then and then there's Alabama, and then there's Florida, and then there's Wisconsin, Wisconsin, and it, it's just all bad. I don't. I mean, the, you've got Texas with the humidity and with that gross pride thing, and then the Confederate flags everywhere, the flatness, the desert. The flatness, the I hate it. I hate it. It's ugly. Put some makeup on something. I hate it. Um, <laughs> and then Mississippi is probably worse. Like the obvious economic <laughs> racism. The overt racism, the heat, more confederate flags, more conservative values, the heat. Like, it's just trash, kind of. That sounded a little mean, but I kind of mean it.
0: Jesse's brutal, everyone. I'm sorry if you're from Mississippi. I'm just very sorry.
1: I'm sure there's lovely people in Mississippi. I just hate the state and I hate your government.
0: M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. That just sometimes pops into my head on like a random day-to-day basis. I'm just like there and I'm then my head's like, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. I'm like, yes, that is how you spell Mississippi. Going on. Okay, you
1: should talk to somebody about that. <laughs> I <laughs> used to always say it with an extra P. It was like So I
0: would say with three P's. Better. It honestly sounds better. They should change the state spelling for that very reason.
1: Yeah, three P's. That that would make it all better. That's what Mississippi needs—an extra P. That's their name. An extra P. Okay. um alabama is the same as mississippi yes it is that's all you need to know uh florida i mean like they literally have a coined phrase for like police uh what do you call it like police radar florida man like police news like criminal newspapers oh yeah like florida man i'm gonna
0: wait let's let's um google your birthday and florida Florida man 622. Mm-hmm. Do you put the year? <laughs> oh god, this is great. No, 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 you don't. Florida man carrying nearly 500 grams of weed tries, oh, this is great. I need to follow the link to see. Tries to steal plane to meet girlfriend. That's my top news story. My second top news story is for my birthday. <laughs> Nude Florida man burns himself while dancing in flames, chanting gibberish. Same. <laughs> okay. It happened Florida on man. June 22nd on Pine Island Lane. Officers got a report of a man <laughs> with a knife trying to set a vehicle on fire. This is just a lot. This is great. Go ahead.
1: Okay. First one. Florida man arrested after performing castration surgery on another man. And then the second one, Florida Manor arrested after dumping heaps of dirt on girlfriend's car.
0: <laughs> heaps of well, dirt. That's illegal. If that's illegal, I don't ever want to live in Florida. <laughs> That's
1: how he got back at her. He he dumped heaps of dirt. (laughs) It's just such a big departure. Like there's no in between castration surgery and heaps of dirt. (laughs) Street castrations. Get your street castrations. Like yeah, and then and then you've also got the swamp issue, the malaria, the, the
0: mosquitoes.
1: Yeah, from the mosquitoes, the alligators. I mean, the only thing you have there is the beach and key lime pie. Mm -hmm. It's just not enough. Like, it's not enough to save us from Florida men. Yeah. That Um, will dump
0: heaps of dirt on your car.
1: Yeah. And then you've got Wisconsin. Now, Wisconsin didn't deserve to be last on the list. It was actually (laughs) sort of a compliment in this list. Uh, Florida was last just because it's the most boring I just have little to say and I don't eat cheese so you would not it. fit in well yeah um, admittedly I've only actually ever been to Texas and Florida so maybe I'm just an asshole <laughs> what about you
0: Houston is right up there oh yeah it sucks because Goldie's from there and his whole family is there. And his sister is kind of building a business there that she probably won't ever leave unless her and her husband do the thing where they go abroad with their kids. Um, but they don't plan to leave anytime soon. As parents plan to stay there unless they move for retirement out to their big piece of land in Arkansas. So one way or another, it's like they're really staying in, in Houston. <laughs> And I've been there enough times with Goldie now. To, and it sucks, too, because like my family on my mom's side is actually also from Houston. So I have some remaining distant family in Houston. I don't know who they are, but I've got family ties to Houston. And I actually have quite a few friends that I met in college that were from Houston, moved back to Houston, and intend to stay there like forever. So I have quite a few ties to Houston. And I have just about everyone telling me, Houston, move to Houston. You know, like my friends are like, you're going to live in Houston eventually because Goldie's family is here and your mom could move. And I'm like, that is a no. That is a big fat no. I would rather live just about anywhere else in Texas than Houston itself because Houston traffic is horrid. You can't get anywhere without traffic. I don't even care if you're in the suburbs. It is too hot. I don't want 16, 70 degree days in the middle of winter. I don't want Christmas and I'm sweating out in the sun. That just messes with my brain, literally. So that's not ever happening. I have to have four seasons. And also just frankly, I'm sorry, Goldie, it's ugly. It is so ugly. There is no infrastructure, which is what I was talking about. There is no zoning laws. Literally, like you drive down a, a neighborhood street, and on one side of the road, you've got a shitty beat down trailer. The next plot over is a giant mansion that was newly built the other day for a millionaire. And the next plot of land over is an industrial building ground area with a, a building thing and a whole bunch of like construction equipment
1: a building
0: thing a building thing but the point is is it's just like random as hell and there's no actual i mean there's sure like a lot of grass i guess but there's no there's no the landscaping it's just it's just ugly it's so ugly. It's so ugly. It's so ugly um and it goes from is it like, so ugly really it's so ugly It goes from really nice to really shitty in a block. I'm saying like, there is no in between. That's why I'm saying there's no zoning. There's no control over anything that's going on. It's just things are just there. And quite frankly, it's actually very sketchy in many areas. So I've been told to like stay away from certain areas that are even near his house and whatnot, so. Um, anyways, I would not, no, I am never, I am like literally so adamant, I have never been this adamant about not living somewhere, I will not live in Houston, no, not doing it. So, second of all, I would never live in California, it's just too hot, and I'm not a beach all the year round type of person. I love the beach on a vacation, but I wouldn't want to live near one. Um, I would also never live anywhere in the deep south, kind of like what you were saying, Mississippi or Alabama, well, yeah. I mean, I would consider maybe like a North Carolina in one of the more liberal areas because North Carolina actually is very beautiful, but it would really have to be a special area. It would really be dependent, but I wouldn't want to live in any of the typical deep South places for pretty much the same reasons that you said. Um, I would never want to live somewhere there wasn't four seasons. I've said that before. I'll say it again. I I need all four seasons because there's a certain amount of joy that comes for every single changing season to the point where, like, it's it's a huge chunk of my built-in happiness, if that makes sense. I know I'm going to be happy at each season change because of the new things that the season change brings. So, I could never get rid of that. And um, I also could just not really... So, that would rule out anything too far, kind of in one, like, direction. And Florida. Nope.
1: What is your... Total ideal scenario, even if it's unrealistic. Got
0: a good answer for this. A giant piece of land that's super isolated and up on a hill. In The Sims games, I used to have my Sims live on a private stretch of street on like the outside of the town. That once you got like down the hill, then you were in the heart of the city or whatever. but I have mentioned this so many times before. I have to live somewhere that has everything. Even if it's a 20, 30 minute drive away, I have to be close enough for a quick, quick drive. And yeah, 30 to 45 minutes even would be a quick drive in my opinion. Um, to everything. I need a thriving and busy downtown suburbs and then little shopping areas in between. And the private piece of land would <laughs> this doesn't even make sense. Would look over out onto some water, probably. Um, I want a huge house, but not a mansion. Um, Enough space, open space, but not too much space. A detached, but huge garage, because I'm going to collect old cars. And if I plan to have five children, that's a lot of cars. Um, I want a giant lawn, but I don't want the cookie cutter lawn. I would want like a landscaped lawn and clover, almost, as grass rather than just grass. And... I want my property to have other activities on it like a little pond area or a barn area where I could keep horses and maybe like an archery area and then like a chicken coop and I can like raise chickens for the eggs because that would be kind of fun I'd like to do that um, but then I think I'd get really depressed when my chickens had to go to sleep that would be really difficult
1: why would your chickens
0: um, have to go to sleep? just natural death eventually. I wouldn't be able to kill oh. them for the meat. I'm just saying like eventually when they had to die, I would be really sad.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. But that's like having a dog, like same thing. Yeah, I know, but that's the point. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm really sad. Oh, you're just die. always
0: sad. Um, <laughs> just sad about, just, yeah. And I feel like chickens just don't, I mean, it's not quite the same like lifespan as a dog. That's kind of more I'm saying. It's more oh, of like temporary. they don't you know, frankly, I don't know. And I should know as a future vet, I just don't think that they do live as long as a dog does.
1: I mean, that um, makes maybe makes sense. I don't really know. I know, like, parrots can live super long. Well, yes, larger birds can live really long. They cannot live people. Um, so, essentially... The parrots and chickens uh-huh. are around the same size.
0: Uh. Anyways... Um, I
1: really want... I think I shorted a circuit. (laughs)
0: Um, Basically, if you couldn't tell, I just want everything. Um, because I can't decide, and I like a little bit of everything. I like a little bit of country, I like a little bit of uh, suburban, I like a little bit of urban. I like, I, yeah, just about everything. So, I kind of want my house to be a collection of that but I want it to be beautiful. I want to design it myself. Um and I yeah, I want it up very secluded, but at the same time I want neighbors. It's like I don't really know how to reconcile that in my brain. We'll get to it. You when want we come enough to it. room. And I want privacy too. Like I love the idea of being in my own separate like area. It would be maybe like I could have my own street and then you kind of like go down the street then go to another street, and then there's another house. I
1: don't know. Like a cul-de-sac type neighborhood, but yes, like, like a one, house per but ca- one house cul-de-sac.
0: per cul-de-sac.
1: That's kind of nice. There's, I just... think there's like mansion areas, like, in the... Yeah. Like closer to rural areas that have that, yeah. Yeah. No, See, there's... I was like thinking more like creatively, like you have normal spacing between... Not really normal, I mean like Like, mansion normal. Like, you know, a good distance between the houses before you have the fence. Yeah. But then then you have a really long land in the back. So you still get the land, but you get the neighbors, too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I want a circle driveway or a half circle driveway. I've always wanted. I think a those are really driveway. cute.
1: Yeah, I think circle driveways are very cute. And when I say I want a
0: detached garage, I want one of those ones where it's like an archway to the main house. You know, so you have the main house, yes, and then you have I an, think an that archway, is... and then the detached garage, and you can drive through the archway to a separate little like uh, concrete area in the back. Parking, yeah. And also, um,
1: I you don't want, want to park um, in the like front.
0: A, no,
1: and that's I want trashy. a guest
0: house because I want beautiful landscaping. Like landscaping is very important to me. And then in the back, like several, you know, several spaces down, I want a guest house, like an entirely separate house that's like a two-story house, kind of like the one that my uh, mom and I live in now. And that's where I'm going to put my mom. And I'm going to. That's give literally her a what little... I was going to say. <laughs> and I'm gonna give her a little vegetable garden, and I'm gonna give her a golf cart, and that's how we're gonna get all over the property, is we're gonna have little golf carts, and that's how we're gonna get around the place. Okay, when I explained this to my mom, she had the same reaction. You know what my mom said? She goes, okay, let me get this straight. You're gonna put me in a shack, in your backyard and I have to grow my own food in a little vegetable garden. And then I have to travel in my golf cart up to the main house because I'm in the servants quarters and I have to babysit for you and cook for you from the the vegetables I grew from my own garden. And I'm like, no, and you'll have a little picket fence. And she goes, oh great, I'm gonna have a fence that I'm stuck in. So she really was offended when I told her that I had this idea. She's like, oh, so you're gonna fence me in. (laughs) She goes, she goes, I don't even get a car, I just get a golf cart to travel around with.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, That is so great. See, my head was like, it's the Sims. She's placing her mother in a little house. She's placing a golf cart in front of the house. She's placing a garden beside the house. (laughs) She will log in daily to check on her
0: mother. (laughs) See how the garden is growing. (laughs) Drive my little golf cart over to the guest house.
1: No, they have a name for those. They're like in-law cottages or something like that. There's yeah. like a kitchen I, and that's for really, it.
0: I really want that, and it's yeah. They're I really just...
1: classy. I think though that's such a like classy thing. Well, to they're have
0: literally to... an entirely standing house. Still, it's it's the yeah. exact same thing as living in a house. You're just on the same property with someone else's house, a larger yeah, house. Yeah, that's a little bit. So it's not like yeah. it would be a problem. I don't know. I thought that that sounded nice.
1: Sorry. Yeah. She's like, I want my own (laughs) cul-de-sac. Honestly, I just... I want my own drive.
0: My mom is going to be the best built-in babysitter. I swear to God. She's told me that. I am aware of that. And I want to live next to her to the point where if I want to get out of the damn house because my children are driving me crazy, I can just pretty much essentially leave because okay, my babysitter is, to is in the damn backyard. And don't, I haven't told Goldie any of these plans. He probably would not really enjoy mm, the good 70% of what I just suggested. It's certainly a lot. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm aware that I'm kind
0: of nuts. It's
1: okay. I mean, I I love that because it it uh I don't know, it like validates my fury whenever somebody says you can't have it all. Like nothing makes me angrier than somebody saying you can't have it all.
0: Cause you And me literally saying I have everything on one
1: piece of wood. Yes. I'm like, yes you can. You can have a barn and a little pond to fish in
0: and then also have expensive tens of thousands of dollar cars in your garage, in your
1: eight car garage. You can have that. Yeah. You can you can have everything. It just makes me so angry when people tell me that I can't have it all. It's like, you know what, bitch? Yeah, I can. Watch me. I
0: love my little house
1: right now, though. I'm going to take you on a
0: tour when we get off the phone here. I'm going to video call you, and then I'm going to take you on a tour. See,
1: this is, like, my little room. I love my little room. It's so comfy. Mm -hmm. And the animals like to be with me. They just, like... I have my little futon as a daybed, and they sleep on there. It's so cute. And I have my little desk, and I have... Most of my favorite things are in here. I love it. I love that for you. Okay. Oh, my God, I love that for you. I Uh, love that for you right now. Oh, my God. What's your ideal situation? Um, My ideal... I don't know. I don't know, bro. TBH, don't know. It's um, the exact opposite.
0: I had a whole damn practically floor pa- plan to present on mine.
1: I mean, like, I, I don't know even where to begin. I can't think past jobs at all. And jobs are going to decide where I live, so I don't even know what to dream of. I'm much more certain on where I don't want to be than where I do want to be.
0: Like I there. know I don't
1: want to live in Kansas City because it's just too easy. And what is yeah. life without suffering? Done that. Yeah. Exactly. You cannot have it easy. I was going to say so, what is life without adventure new things?
0: Just nope, suffering. Yep.
1: Yeah. Okay. I I'm a I'm a neo-Buddhist, whatever. Um, and a cynical bitch. Cynical. I don't think that's cynical. I just think life's not living without suffering. Like that's what life is. Anyways, we we should a have realist? an episode on. It's a whole episode. It's a whole episode. Okay? <laughs> okay we should okay. have an episode about that. Um, but anyways, not like suffering, but like
0: <laughs> I don't know. In today's episode
1: suffering. <laughs> <it's so great. laughs> you look like you're ready for slam poetry. <laughs> um okay so so i said i don't want to live in kansas city i don't want to live in any of those trash humid states i don't want to live in new york city um i don't know i don't want to live any place that's like okay so this place that i went to in italy um so we started out in Rome, and then we ended in Bologna, in Bologna, Italy. It's spelled like bologna. Um, and it's actually a meat district, so it's like famous for me. Bologna. And I'm vegan. The irony is great. It was, and I, And it's even more ironic because I loved Bologna. I thought Bologna was so cute and pretty. And the people were so nice and like, it just was all that. And it was a college town and I met a lot of university students that were, or, and also a professor that was really passionate about what they study and what they do. And it was just really great. But it's funny because it's, I could never live there because they don't have enough <laughs> food. Um, so... So really, I just, I feel semi-thwarted wherever I move. And I've also lived in shitty places, in shitty towns, in shitty states. So my my threshold of comfortability is pretty low. I consider things good very easily when it comes to living conditions. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't need... <laughs> all of that that you explained (laughs) um all of what i I
0: hardly listed anything
1: yeah all of that i definitely don't need all of that i i do i mean beyond just the necessities like i guess when i think about ideals really it's just necessities (laughs) medical care and vegan food um so i guess when i'm thinking of like the ideals if i really force myself to think about it somewhere outside the US Um, I think Europe I'd fit in the best because I, you know I'm still western so I think like it would still be comfortable there Um, I'm not opposed to living in other continents or other countries I don't want to live in Australia ever 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 why have you seen the spiders? spiders oh yeah Oh, yeah, bro. No, 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 no. Everything wants to
0: kill you in Australia.
1: Yeah. And also just the foundational suffering of the colonization of that country. Like, just everything. Just everything. The white supremacy, the Mm. just the. Everything. I'm not comfortable with Australia. I'm not comfortable with associating with our government. Nothing. No. Good to know. Um, okay. But besides that continent, I'm open to discussing the others. Um, tropical places make me nervous because um, I am afraid of getting malaria. And I'm also afraid of parasites. So no parasites. <laughs> No overt white supremacy. No big spiders. Does um, this place
0: exist? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Um, you know, you might, you I might really, like, have to give up.
0: You might have to get all of that except the white supremacy thing. That's going to be a problem.
1: I know. I know. I know. Uh, I know. And like wherever I go, I'm probably gonna bring some of it with me. So like even if I went to an all not white community, then I'd be the white supremacist, which is even worse, maybe. Mm. So yeah, anyways, um, but actually thinking about not not what I want, but what I want cobblestone roads or like brick roads, old buildings lots of local history lots of eclectic like subcultures within the community is really important to me i have to see like different things and i love like countercultures being expressed in a community especially smaller communities um fresh food like fresh local food and i mean like fresh as in like raw not like fresh barbecue Kansas City. I'm just joking. Kansas tell City me, is the best Tell me barbecue. how you really feel. No, I'm just joking. Kansas City. I would never blaspheme Kansas City barbecue. I tell everyone. Good. Anyways. Um, Good little Midwesterner. Yeah. Um, old buildings, fresh food. Uh, ancient history. Like, I mean ancient. Like, not 200 years old America. I want, like, <laughs> thousands of years. I want to be afraid to touch the buildings for fear of destroying <laughs> history. Like that's what I want. And I want stable economics because I don't want to be poor. And there. That's what I want. Scene.
0: Insane. Okay. Y'all, we've been talking for too long, so we're not going to do a typical long wrap up. Where we just talk about other things and we eventually wrap up. No, we're gonna wrap it up right here because good lord, I don't know how you hung out the on- <laughs> hung on that long. See, I can't even talk, we've been talking so much. Anyways, have a great rest of your week. Thank you for joining us. Happy Monday.
1: And biddy, biddy, we will- that's all folks.
0: That scared me, genuinely. Okay.
1: Piggy from Lunar I know, Talks. but it scared me because biddy, I was biddy, sitting biddy.
0: here and then that. Biddy, biddy, that biddy, 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 that's all Okay, folks. That's enough. Goodbye, that was pretty good, everyone. right? We'll see you next time. Thank you for hanging out with Coffee Talk. Cover art is by our very own Jesse and Kat. Theme music is by Spencer Thutt. Background music is produced under Creative Commons. Coffee Talk is an independent podcast supported by two struggling 20-somethings. So we shamelessly beg our listeners to support the podcast by subscribing to our Patreon or donating through our website, coffeetalkpod.com. Talk to you soon.